You're listening to the Pursuit of Christ podcast, where we are passionate about developing a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ by taking the truths of Scripture and applying them to everyday life. We hope that you'll be encouraged and challenged as we examine God's Word together today. Hey, welcome to episode 8 of our study on the promised land through the book of Joshua together. I'm dressed up today, doing a wedding here a little bit later this morning, and so I'm uh, in a little bit different state around here as things get ready for that special time, but wanted to take some time with you this morning in Joshua chapter 5 to think about this truth. As you move forward, things change. As you move forward, things change. Now, the children of Israel, as they crossed over the Jordan River, Remember, we talked the last couple of days on how they set up those memorials to be reminded of God's plan and God's will and God's protection and God's provision in their life. But today, as they move forward into the promised land, <clears throat> understand this, when you get into a new thing, it doesn't all, it's not always exciting and great. In fact, there's a time here, as we're going to read in just a moment, where they circumcise all the men who were in Israel. And that would have been a very interesting and difficult time for a few days there. So as you move forward, there's some things that will change. It's not always things that everybody likes, but there is a purpose in that change. And I want you to think about that with me this morning. I hope you're doing well, and I hope your day is off to a good start. I do know I've already heard from a couple of different people this morning about some heavy burdens that are going. So as you're living your life today, if it is good, if things are moving well, I would encourage you to take some time to pray for those who are struggling, for those who are hurting, for those who are sick, because they need our prayers. And I hope that you'll take some time even to look out for them if you know somebody in need and let them know that you're praying them. Sometimes we can get so busy living our lives that we don't take time to look around and see the needs of others around us. All right, but here we are in Joshua chapter 5, and we are talking about the children of Israel now as they've crossed over. It says, and it came to pass when all the kings of the Amorites, which were on the side of Jordan westward, and all the kings of the Canaanites, which were by the sea, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of Jordan from before the children of Israel until we were passed over, that their heart melted, neither was their spirit in them anymore because of the children of Israel. So as God is moving his people forward, the kings, uh, all of the people that were in Canaan, it, the Bible says here, their hearts melted. They were not ready now to stand up against the children of Israel because they had seen what God was able to do. This is one principle I want you to remember. As you move forward in life, as you follow God, as other people see what God is doing in your life, it really will change their perspective of how they see you and how they see what is taking place in your life. They may not enjoy all of it. They may not appreciate all of it but their perspective towards you will change because they see the hand of God in your life. So the children of Israel are moving forward by faith. God is providing. God is protecting. God has split the Jordan River for them. They walk through on dry ground, and that has caused a change in all of the other 
people in Canaan. Now, verse 2, this is where the change becomes difficult for the people of Israel. It says this, At that time the Lord said unto Joshua, Make these sharp knives and circumcise again the children of Israel the second time. And Joshua made him sharp knives and circumcised the children of Israel at the hill of the foreskins. And this is the cause why Joshua did circumcise all the people that came out of Egypt that were males, even all the men of war, died in the wilderness. By the way, after they came out of Egypt, now all the people that came out were circumcised, but all the people that were born in the wilderness, by the way, as they came forth out of Egypt, them they had not circumcised. So they had done this circumcision back as God had commanded, and you can read about that in Genesis 17. But now, as they've spent 40 years in the wilderness, all of the new young people that had been born and they'd grown up during that time, none of them had gone through this process of circumcision. Now, some people look at this and say, well, this is horrible. It's, um, you know, it's, it's mutilation. It's all of this difficult thing. God commanded his people to do this as a reminder to them of their covenant relationship with him that he had promised to provide for them and that through the seed of Abraham that all the world would be blessed. And while this seems like a, a very difficult thing, even something, well, why are we even reading and talking about this today? God was doing this because he wanted a continual reminder in front of all of the men of Israel of what God had done and who God was and their promise to him and how it was God that would provide for them. It was God who would protect them, and it was God who would use them to do his work. And so the Bible tells us they did this, that they had gone for 40 years in the wilderness, and, and those who had come out of Egypt had all perished in the wilderness because it says here in verse 6, they obeyed not the voice of the Lord, unto whom the Lord swear that he would not show them the land, which the Lord swear unto their fathers that he would give us a land that floweth with milk and honey. So they go through this process of circumcision. Okay, principle number one, when you're moving forward with God, God provides, protects, and does wonderful things in your life. Other people see that and their perspective towards you may change. Principle number two, moving forward with God means continuing to commit to what God has commanded you to do. Just because God has now moved you forward, just because God is protecting you, just because God is helping you, doesn't mean that you can now forget God's provision, protection, and promises in the past. And now you're free to live your life according to your own plan. No, the children of Israel, even though they had experienced God's blessing, still had to remember that the only reason they got the blessing in the first place was because they were God's chosen people, that God had a plan for them. So as you continue to go forward in life, don't think that you've now moved past needing God's help. Some people treat God as just the person they run to whenever life gets hard or whenever they need something. And then when life smooths out, when things get easier, now they can just go live however they want. No, I think part of the process of circumcision here that God commanded them to do was to remind the people who they were, what their promises to God were, and what God had promised to do through them. And that even though they had experienced some miraculous things and God had put them in a unique position, 
that they still needed to rely on God. And as you go forward in your life, no matter what God provides, no matter what God does, you never get to a place where you can live without needing God's daily help. See, when you're in the middle of a sickness, in the middle of a financial crisis, when you're in a place where, the, where stuff in your family or stuff at work is very hard, it's very natural for Christians to cry out to God. Even sometimes those who don't know Christ will cry out to God asking him for help. But the reality is this, my friend, that as you live your life, you need God's help every single day. No matter whether you feel like you have it all under control or not, the only reason you're here is because God put you here. The only reason you're able to do anything you do is because God has made it possible. Remember that and trust in God's reminder. And there's one more thing I want you to notice here. It says in verse 10, And the children of Israel encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at even in the plains of Jericho. And they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover. So the next day after the Passover, they ate the old corn of the land, unleavened cakes and parched corn in the selfsame day. And the manna ceased on the morrow. So the day after the day after Passover, the manna ceased after they had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna anymore, but they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. Here's our third principle this morning. When you're going forward with God, sometimes God's past provision stops. And God then moves on to providing for you in a new and different way. Okay, the children of Israel, as they traveled through the wilderness, remember early on, they were hungry. We have nothing to eat. They complained. God sent manna from heaven. And they had now eaten of this manna for some 40 years. But now as they've come over to the promised land, God stopped providing the manna. But God did not stop providing for the children of Israel. Rather, now they were able to eat of the fruit of the promised land, of the land of Canaan. So as you go forward with God, don't hang on to past provisions so tightly that you're afraid to step out in faith trusting God. Because God always provides for his people. But God does not always provide for his people in the same way that he has always provided for them. So you may have been provided through a job. You may have been provided through a relationship with somebody else. You may have experienced God's provision in some other way in your life. And by stepping forward and following him, you may fear that by stepping out in faith to follow God, you may lose that past provision. Don't stop serving God. Don't hold up out of fear. Continue to press forward by faith and understand this. Even when God stops providing in one way, God has another way prepared to provide for you as you continue going forward. This is such an important principle in your Christian life. Because if you try to go forward only relying on past provision and the way it's always worked, 
you will probably get to a point where you will stop walking by faith because you now are just trusting in what you always know will be there instead of being willing to trust in the one who is providing. It's easier to trust in the provision than it is to trust in the provider. Trusting in the provider means he gets to determine when and how he provides. Trusting in the provision means I get to trust, but it's really already in my hand. Trusting in the provider is trusting the one who put it there and continues to put it there. So I would challenge this in your challenge you with this in your Christian life. If you really want to go with God, if you really want to walk forward with him, understand, number one, when God provides, sometimes other people's perspective towards you will change. Number two, as you continue forward by faith, God may do things in your life to bring difficult reminders to you that even though he has blessed and he's done great things, that you still need to rely on him for direction, provision, protection. And number three, God does not always continue providing by the same means. He may change how he provides for you, but trust more in the provider than you do in the provision. Just a few thoughts for you this morning for you to take with you today and ponder on. And, and as you go through life today, ask God to show you how that works out in real life. I know I've experienced that as the Lord has moved us forward in ministry, as the Lord has moved me forward in family, a lot of times I'm, I feel fearful about moving forward because of where, how are we going to pay for this? How are we going to do this? I want to be responsible. But we need to trust God and press forward. And God provides. When it's His will, God pays for it. What God wants, He always pays for. And God is able to accomplish it. If God doesn't want it, He doesn't provide for it. God is good and we can trust him. I hope your day does go well, but more importantly than that, I hope you'll go with God today. Whether it's good or bad from your perspective, with God, it's always good because God's plans are always good for us. Even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I know that he's with me and his rod and his staff, they comfort. So today, take time with the Lord, take time in prayer. And I, I know several of you have shared prayer requests. Let me know how I can be praying for you. And let's pray for one another as well. Let's go to the Lord right now. Lord, we love you and we thank you for this day. Thank you for the principles that are clearly taught to us here in your word. And help us to live by faith. Continue to go forward knowing that you have a great promise for us. You have a, a place where you want us to live. And that's to live right by your side, walking step by step. Help us to trust you each step of the way. Lord, be with those who are sick, those who are hurting. I know of one brother in Christ who's going through a very difficult time right now. I can think of some others who are facing some really hard situations with their family and some personal struggles. Lord, there are all kinds of hard things. I pray that you would help us to find our strength in you. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being here today. And uh, we will see you, Lord willing, tomorrow morning. Take care. Bye-bye.